What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. On today's episode, I'll be giving you guys my experience as a fashion designer and fashion entrepreneur creating products for over the last six years. We've generated over hundreds of thousands of products, all with stellar reviews for our clients and our customers. And this is the quality control checklist that I consistently implement day in, day out on our production line. So if you're interested in what these key traits are that I look for, well, watch this episode. You're about to find out. To start off with, one of the first things that I look at is the color. So do the colors in the production line, in the batch production, accurately match the colors that you've received in your prototyping phase? So let's just say you're creating a t-shirt and that t-shirt comes in black, red, and white. These black, white, and red, you should have at some point received a series of lab dips, which are small swatches that you confirm to go into production. You need to make sure that the fabric that has been dyed for the final production accurately matches the lab that you've approved before going into your batch production. So always make sure to keep a copy or a sample of your lab dips so that you can compare and contrast based on what you have in the finished production. Also, when it comes to color, you need to make sure that the garment has been dyed correctly and that the color spreading is even. You don't want to have areas where the garment is darker or lighter than others, right? That's an extremely unprofessional and lack of quality look for the garment. So evaluate the product, make sure that all of the garment is equally dyed. Look at the seams, look on the inside, look under the finishing, make sure that the garment is equally dyed throughout, especially if you're dealing with a factory that is piece dyeing the garments versus yarn dyeing or even fabric dyeing. So what's the difference between them? Piece dyeing means that the garment is done in the gray fabric to begin with, and then with everything put together, they'll go ahead and dye. This is the cheapest method of dyeing. And honestly, if you want to avoid poor quality products and poor quality factories for that, avoid factories that indulge in piece dyeing. What you want is at the very minimum fabric or roll dyed. So this makes sure that the fabric is dyed before it's actually cut up and sewn into the finished garment. Also, lastly, when it comes to the color, you want to make sure that the color fastness is on point. You want to make sure that the color is not rubbing off and over time, it's not going to be easily losing or the garment is not easily going to be losing its color. So how do you test for this? Quite simple. Does the color actually rub off or fade under friction? If you were to get a white cloth or a white tissue, if you were to rub the fabric, do you actually see the red from the t-shirt transferring onto that white fabric? If you do, that is a very, very bad sign in terms of how the fabric is dyed. Next up, we move on to the material quality. One thing that is very, very common to see, especially with poorly made garments, is a discrepancy between the material that you may have received in your prototyping phase and the material that you're going to receive in the finished production. So one thing to note for is the actual material composition. Is it performing the same? Does it feel the same? Is the stretch the same? Of course, there may be some very, very small discrepancies depending on how the fabric is dyed or in what ways the fabric is produced, but you do want to make sure that that difference is not night and day. You want to make sure that just because you have a polyester spandex fabric from your prototyping phase, that that same fabric has actually been applied towards your finished production. This is one way that Wiley manufacturers or manufacturers that are less than stellar are going to get away with lowering their cost and giving you a subpar product that is not what you expect. So definitely make sure to double check the material in your batch production and line it up with the material that you received in your prototyping phase. Next up, we have odors. As we know, a factory is a crazy place, right? There's a lot of people that are touching your garments. There's a mixture of chemicals, of different odors. So you wanna make sure that the factory is taking its necessary precautions so as these odors don't transfer or don't absorb or are not absorbed into the fabric itself. 
What are some odors you need to definitely check for? Cigarette smoke, the actual print textile ink, whether it's the print or the actual ink that's used to dye the fabric, mold, cigarette smoke, any other sort of very, very pungent chemicals that you definitely don't want your end consumer or your end customer experiencing. So make sure, use a sniff test, and if there's any issues, call it out from the factory. Moving on, you have your size and dimensions. Pretty much, when you go into production, your factory is going to ask you for a confirmed size chart and a confirmed fit sample. That fit sample should always be kept with you as a reference because that medium that you've confirmed and you fitted down perfectly, that medium should be implemented as a one-to-one -one within some tolerance range. Usually that tolerance is very, very minor. It's an eighth of an inch to a quarter of an inch, depending on the measurements. Of course, there is always error, but you definitely don't want to have specified a center back length on a t-shirt of a size medium at 28 lengths or 28 inches in your prototype and then receive your bulk production at 29 or 29.5, right? That does not make sense at all. So always make sure to measure out all of your measurements for your prototype sample. And then when you receive your batch production, double check that against a couple of samples that you've received or a couple of production garments that you've received and make sure that the measurements are within tolerance of around max a quarter of an inch. One thing that can get tripped up in batch production is also the weight of the garment. The weight of the garment is going to be essential. And of course, there is always a discrepancy depending on when the fabric for the prototype was made, also how it was dyed, how it was treated, but you wanna make sure that the fabric weight is within the same range. So let's just say you confirmed a t-shirt that weighs around 220 grams per square meter or 220 grams per t-shirt for a size medium of that shirt. When you receive your batch production, you should have no more than a 5 to 10% variance in the weight itself. So you can have around 210 to 205 minimum and around 225 to 30 grams max if the weight you confirmed is 220. So around plus minus 10 grams is going to be the range that you're looking for. So make sure you account for that tolerance, but if it's over tolerance, then you have a case. Next up, you want to look at the finishes of the garment, both on the fabric face and on the actual garment itself. So if your garment has a water-resistant finish or a peach finish, you want to make sure that these same finishes that are applied sometimes after the fact have been implemented correctly into your batch production. Also, if you have specific trims, closures, buttons, zippers that have been approved in the pre-production phase, you also want to make sure that those are implemented correctly. The last thing you want is to invest all the time and effort to custom create these custom zippers. And then all of a sudden for your garment in the finished production to have the wrong zippers. I give you guys a very, very clear example. On our original Spectre hoodie production, we had confirmed these PVC tags that were beautifully done when we had shipped out from another factory specifically for use on our hoodies. In our prototype, they were implemented correctly. They were implemented in the upright position and everything was perfect. In the finished batch production, what I ended up catching was on the right Velcro, the tag was unfortunately flipped upside down. This was an honest mistake, but all of the units were affected. Had I allowed this to ship out, what would have happened is I would have had to manually remove each one and restitch it, which could have actually destroyed the garment and overall just not a nice look. It was an honest mistake from the factory, but because of this quality control checklist, I was able to catch it beforehand, save myself a lot of time, effort, money, and just headache. The next category that I definitely want you guys focusing on is the construction, the seam construction, the way the garment is put together. The key areas that you want to evaluate are going to be the shoulder seams, the side seams, the, core, the collar seams. 
Give them a subtle stretch. Make sure that they're not ripping. Make sure that they're stitched correctly. The finishing on the inside is done beautifully. It's done professionally. It's also done as per what you confirmed on the prototype sample. The last thing that you want is to receive a garment that is stitched incorrectly or stitched in a lazy way, but the garment that you confirmed in the beginning was beautifully done. So the same quality control standards that you're holding yourself to the pre-production sample or the prototype sample should be implemented on these garments. One area that I see a lot of faults arise in is going to be in leggings. Typically we use flat seams to actually close the inseam of leggings. This is an area of high stress because it's being stretched out immensely. What we notice a lot is the first area of failure is going to be on that inseam portion. What you want to account for is a simple stretch test. That thread should be able to stretch at a very, very minimum to around two times the width. So if you have the width unstretched is 10 inches, you should be able to stretch out that thread to 20 inches without using or noticing any ripping. This is a fundamental case. And of course, depending on the different types of seams, this ratio will be more or less. But as a general rule of thumb, two is definitely required. On something that is more of a standard plain seam on a jersey fabric, I allow for around 1.5. Last but definitely not least is going to be the packing weight. So this is the method in which your garment is packed and ready to be shipped out. This should be communicated beforehand with your factory. If you do a good quality tech pack, such as the one that we do at Fit Design, this is all going to be communicated for you without having to worry about it and everything is going to be clear and direct. But if you need to communicate it yourself, make sure that you are showing the factory exactly how the garment should be packed, how it should be folded, what should be included in the finished packing, how the hang tag should be attached, where it should be attached. All of these things need to be fleshed out beforehand. And then when you go into production, make sure that the details that you've confirmed beforehand have been implemented correctly. You don't want the factory to forget that you have a custom product sleeve and then for them to use a generic, cheap plastic sleeve when you have thousands of pieces lying around. So this is something that you definitely have to check beforehand and implement. That way, your efforts and your money and your time is not going to waste. And lastly, before we wrap up, one thing that I see a lot of customers do, especially around the time of Chinese New Year, if you're dealing with China, is rush orders. And when it comes to a rush order, there's a pressure on the factory side in order to be able to deliver on time. This is especially critical because this is the time you should definitely be double checking your quality control standards even more stringently. So rush times, make sure that you're implementing your quality control standards because this is where the majority of mistakes happen. Guys, let me know if you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you learned a thing or two, which of these quality control methods or the quality control points you guys resonate with the most. Let me know if these points are something you might have missed in the past and let me know your production stories. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Also, I do offer paid one-on-one -on -one consultations for anyone looking to start or scale their fashion brand to the next level. I have six to seven years of experience. This is what I do for a living and I would love to learn from you and actually be able to guide you into the right direction to help you scale your business, to help you set up yourself in the right way, to target the niche you want to target and to build the dream brand that you wish to build. Guys, thank you so much from the very bottom of my heart for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.